hello and welcome to episode number 4 of spill your mind and for today's talk i have akshit sharma on the podcast he's the founder of tera and uh, for the ones that don't know yet tera is a company that's trying to incorporate media tech and education into the world of mental health and that's what we're going to be talking about today so if you want to check them out you can find them on instagram at tera day and with that being said i hope you guys enjoy the podcast and peace out akshit for the two people that don't know you yet just give them a brief idea on who you are and what you do and what you're about to my name is akshit i am uh, in toronto right now studying computer engineering i'm actually from the same school as steve and uh, thanks for inviting me steve look i don't want to beat around the bush i want to jump jump straight into the juice and i want to talk about tera right tera is like okay a kind of startup that um, akshit has started like recently and it revolves around mental health and like if you go to the yes. instagram page for tera you'll see it's revolving media education and tech right so what yeah. i'm curious about before even starting into like the details of tera why did you start this in the right. first place what made you think um, it might be a good idea to start a mental health initiative that's a very good question i get that a lot when people ask me like hey why did you do this i think Uh, I personally believe that I wasn't equipped to deal with a lot of things because of where I grew up, and I think uh, there are people in other parts of the world which had an advantage to that, right? Uh, not only like I mean, people look at mental health as something at like a bad time, like you know when I'm like stressed, depressed, things like that. But if you really think about it, mental health is everything. Like like adulting is like mental health, right? Like having to live by yourself. mental health directly connected so if you really think about it it's part of pretty much so many aspects of your life that if you're not educated or like aware about it uh it it starts piling up and it hits you really wrong at bad spots and and you know some people fall and some people fall for so long that it's tough for them to get back up um so i did have like a a weird downfall but uh uh what i mean you know came out of it well and i'm back with my normal life now and you know i'm doing something to help other people yeah so like i know in a previous conversation we've had this talk but one time you mentioned that you know you've had this bad relationship a toxic relationship but with friends in general right you've had like a yeah, bad yeah. friendship uh-huh. kind of thing or something back in uh, canada and so how did that impact uh-huh. you because when i was thinking about this i was like hmm maybe this has something to do with tera maybe that he messed him up a little bit that made him realize his mental health scenario hmm that's a good catch bro so it definitely was bro like if i really think about it it's a pile up of like 15 terrible things and like one of them was like terrible friends um now how that come came into play was um i was not very picky like since the like i am a picky person for a lot of things but when i came to university everybody has that mindset of like it's a fresh start right so i wasn't that picky with with making friends like i was like if you come talk to me and say hi like i will be nice to you and like i would talk to you whenever you need me right so some of them were really shitty i mean uh, they did affect my mental health and what was worse is that i did not i did not like realize that in the beginning but i didn't realize it for like a year and a half which is way more stupid than it sounds like um so 
so yeah and then and then i was like oh shit i got to snap out of it like and then i just caught everyone off and then i just looked away and i'm like fine now i guess i can do this one more time but maybe now i'll do the whole friendship thing better so for the most part of the friendship you didn't realize like you were in the toxic kind of friendship so for the first 3 years i talked to so many people i did not care if you were bad to me like i was just like sure you talk if i would right like i didn't care and i kept moving on and when i really like was in a bad spot and when i was like okay now let me look around for who are the people i can count on there was no one uh, i think i had to draw that boundary that i'm not available for everyone yeah bro people come from different backgrounds uh, i don't want to get too bitchy and negative about it uh, but yeah i think a different like like not everybody has a similar upbringing as you uh, i wouldn't want to directly say i mean it, this this is this is how it is like if you see like a person most of who that person is when they come to first year university is how their parents have brought them up right uh, and not everybody has had like touch with fortunate enough relationship with their parents and like a decent upbringing like we have so uh, that is reflected in their day to day life so a lot of times people do terrible things and you're like okay how the fuck can like somebody do this like like yeah. i would never even think you know yeah. um yeah it takes you like by surprise I mean that's interesting that you say because that's the same and I think that's the same mentality with everyone that's starting college oh it's a fresh start I must treat everyone equally and in that yeah, process yeah. you forget to filter out the good ones from the bad ones and then you try getting it all together right so would you say like at the end of it and when you finally snapped out of it would you say you were like clueless as to where to go next or were you like okay I know what to do and I'm like different bro uh with the series of unfortunate events it wasn't like i just snapped out of it it was a good like 7 8 months of me just locking myself in and not like cutting everyone out and uh not only like the shitty like like vibes it was more of like i got panic and i had anxiety and it was so much like i started doubting the intentions of like the nicest people so because of the shitty people the nice yeah. people in your life you start looking down at them right eight months by myself and then i'm like okay now maybe i'm ready to step back into the world again and maybe i'm ready to like talk to people again and so and so how was it that you dealt with those times because look fortunately enough for the ones that are listening i haven't gone through any severe mental health related troubles so i'm fortunate enough for that but when you went through it what was it that you were uh-huh. actually going through what practices or what did you do to actually get yourself out of it I mean it it depends like person a person to person and I wasn't the kind of person who was very vocal about okay I'm going through problems right now it was very like personal battle and I couldn't connect with any of my friends back home because they were leading a life in a different like direction right so my problems like I didn't have anyone here to talk about I couldn't talk to my friends about it I did have parents who always wanted to me to like open up and tell them what's going on but uh I just did not like i wasn't in that space that i could so at one point i started losing my sanity or like stability because i didn't have any anyone that i could be grounded with right like i i had times where like i used to wake up halfway through the night and i was sweating and i was just nervous and um you know when people really like want to fuck with your mental health they they say things like hey you're alone in toronto like you don't have anyone like just be safe or be careful and things like that just leave like a seed of jesus panic that like, sounds cold what the f- 
yeah that is that is terrible during that time when you were like you said you were taking time for yourself right and uh-huh. i i think that is something that you've done right and you are proud of it taking time for yourself so like honestly for my, my for like for me personally i'm the kind of guy that's like if i take time for myself i feel guilty for it and i know it's kind of wrong and i know it's uh-huh. not accepted by like a lot of people but honestly if i take time for myself to like chill out right. i can beat myself up for it and I, i it should be like a working progress and i'm trying not to do that every single day right but right. how is it how is it that you manage is it is it like an instinct thing you were fine with taking it or because if you're a workaholic i feel like you know taking time for yourself can be bad bro it was pathetic it was terrible it was lonely it was sad that's it like when i was like okay fine i want to cut everyone in off and take time to myself it was like like the attention you get in groups yeah. the attention you get from friends when you cut everyone off like like even the smallest kind of validation you get from social media and now you're like okay i don't want it i want to be by myself uh, yeah. it comes with a lot of loneliness and then like that you have to convert into like solitude as in like i don't know if like your viewers watch dragon ball z but like if like somebody goes into like a hyperbolic chamber to actually just grow as a person and then come out hyperbolic chamber is like a chamber where time doesn't change so you can go in there fucking stay there for 10000 years and come out and still like yeah. continue from where you left that sounds uh, i know, like a concept like that doesn't exist in real life but uh, what, me and one of my like then like i i did still talk to like four or five people so i was talking to one person he's like dude we really need a hyperbolic chamber to like like grow like from where we are and then covid hit so we for eight months we were solitude now that we were like fine we're ready to go out into the world covid hit so now we were like well we're good at this shit like i kind of ace this bitch like i know how to live by myself not leave the house and still kill at it so uh, in the beginning it was lonely but in towards the end it was kind of fruitful and so do you think that played a part in like starting tera or was tera always like a dream back in um, tera was something i was wanting to do since jan 2019 but i was still around shitty people like i was i was very vocal about like i want to do something like this and um, most people just laughed it out there were people who stood me up when i told like hey like let's do it and they were like yeah yeah sure let's do it and then didn't show up and a lot of times it was like like what's going on like what's wrong like i think people didn't like i did accomplish a certain amount of things in high school in ua and then i came to university and i knew kind of like how to hustle right uh, so it was tough for me to not necessarily make people believe in the idea that this idea is good it was it was tough for me to make people believe that they can do it 99% of them didn't think that they can do it that's why they didn't like put in the effort so uh, since jan i was working on it then i like i didn't form a team i didn't do anything i was just charting like talking everything out uh, and we're doing a two year pilot project so if you have to plan two years like 2020 and 2021 and you're sitting in 2019 it's like it's like a really long road ahead um so yeah we went public in march to march like march 1st we went public and covid hit march 15th and like do touchwood i'm working with such amazing people like we adapted to the quarantine like flawlessly and right now we have been working for the last 6 months and uh and i'm happy i i i love them that that's one thing that i want to mention because 
prior to this akshat was telling about his shitty time pretty much his shitty time and like honestly after high school i never saw akshat because in high school this guy was the g okay he used to do everything he used like boom 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 and we were like wow this guy is actually doing things we're not but anyways that's a huge story but after high school <laughs> this guy just ghosted everyone like from instagram literally everything and we were like akshat is god <laughs> but anyways i'm scrolling down like one normal day and i see tera i'm like and i see akshat also i'm like whoa this guy started a new thing tera and right now if you go to tera and you check the bio like i said initially in the beginning of this podcast it it talks about i mean it's trying to incorporate media tech and education into the world of mental health so i'm still confused on how you're planning to do it so that's going to be like my my next curiosity so what is your plan behind tera so firstly thanks for being so kind saying such good words about me <laughs> uh now uh talking about tera and how we're incorporating media tech and uh education to wellbeing is um I mean firstly there is nothing much that's going on in the market and bro just b- because we're boys I'm letting you know that everybody I've interacted with let's say 90% of the people I've interacted with till now cuz I network crazy if I'm trying to do something for mental health I got to like know who else who are the other players in the game 90% yeah. of, of they're here for like they're here because they want to get out of their shitty job and like doing a startup in mental health because no one else is doing a startup in mental health would like get them out of it uh, uh in it because the government would probably give them money because they're talking about happiness of citizens so it's just like a money channel i don't give a fuck about any of that i'm looking at how i can add value like in day to day life right so the tech solution is kind of like a surprise and i would love to come on another podcast when it is out uh somewhere around like uh, expo 2021 but uh, the media solutions i were working on right now is just kind of working on creative stuff that is like feel good like bro you open up if any of your viewers open up tera none of them would find the word mental health directly mentioned anywhere on the page cuz we are a feel good brand we are trying to share positivity and we are also trying to educate people about mental health but like without that negative connotation that comes with the word mental health you know like like yeah. it can be a normal thing. it can be a day to day life thing and um if you and the future generations understand it better uh, i think there is more peace that can be spread sure. because of this um so yeah let's just figuring things out right now bro <laughs> and look look this is a genuine doubt okay i was talking to my friend the other day you and we were talking about right. the mental health scene yeah. so like one problem that i see generally with the mental health initiatives on instagram is that most of them are trying to commercialize mental health and when you try to commercialize things like mental health so for when i say when i mean by commercializing i see a lot of these big uh, mental health initiatives they're either trying to sell some sort of merch they're trying to sell some sort of a program mental health program some sort of revenue stream they're trying to get out of but when you try to commercialize something something as sensitive as uh, mental health what they fail to realize is that mental health is a place with so many complications and so many different variations and nuances right so because because these brands and these because these pages want to commercialize it they generalize the shit out of literally everything and that is one thing that i 
absolutely hate okay generalizing mental health is the last thing i want to see and 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 i when i mean by generalizing to the ones of like oh steve what are you meaning like quotes like uh, you're not sad you're just and and i'm i'm paraphrasing and i'm messing things up but you get what i'm I saying feel, right Like one of those like wanna be tougher ass like uh, yeah exactly like, I'm like know? what the hell are you guys saying it makes no sense and I see very right. few pages that are actually scientifically driven that are actually talking about actual ways I mean proven ways to right. combat this issue but right. yeah so 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 the next thing would be like you know you're you're in the same field as all these players that are trying to commercialize right. this phenomenon of mental health yeah, yeah. so yes are you trying to commercialize it? I don't think I am. Um, right. I'll give you a very recent example. Uh, there's something called first aid, mental health first aid, uh, which basically is just telling you, like, when your friend is going through like a tough time, or like if somebody's going through shit and they come to you, uh, how do you deal with it? Like, or if you're going through something, where do you go? Or like, if somebody's like, uh, like, it's more of real world circumstances and how to provide first aid uh, around mental health. You're not trying to deal or solve anything. and uh, i kid you not the only place you can learn that in uae right now is going to charge you 1700 dirhams and don't quote me exactly it could be 1600 or 1500 we are like i've done first aid mental health training like four times in canada and it's completely free so i was like okay we can probably model one of these things bring it down to uae uh, and just educate people and i don't need 1500 dirhams to tell you how to deal with tough circumstances right so yeah. i don't think i'm commercializing things obviously the mental health field is a profession like i can't go up to therapists and tell them like hey go give someone a free therapy session because you're a human and it's your basic responsibility yeah. to be nice yeah. to people right yeah. like it's their job so uh, yeah there is a lot of gap that i'm trying to bridge between like services that are solutions and between like normal people who are going through shit so i wouldn't say i'm commercializing things but if i had to pioneer the way we deal with things i'd definitely say that's something that we're trying to kill at all right i want to go on a light note we've been talking about like yeah. mental health <laughs> it's like too deep all right so both of us enjoy a lot of music and i know from the things you post you love j cole right holy <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let me know why you like J Cole because I'm a big fan of J Cole as well. But I started off recently. Not I was not uh, like a day one fan or something. I started off recently. So tell me why do you like the guy so much? And I can relate to you a lot. And what song do you like? Uh oh, what song I like is definitely not a good pick because man's got such multifaceted yeah, types exactly. of music. Like yeah. it's it's huge. So okay, why do I like J Cole? Okay. I also wasn't a day one fan but I was introduced to him during my kind of down phase. I think I was yeah. never the kind of person who listened to music heavily. I was just into the pop music just listening to whatever was out there. Uh and then I started discovering what I enjoy and what I like and this man knows how to tell a story with words. Right? He's a lyrical <laughs> genius and he's not even spitting stuff that is just lyrically good. It's a story and you can relate with it. exactly exactly and um i definitely when i look at his life like he was growing really good and then to become a father he took a couple of years off and then he came back and he's going to retire his last album's coming out so yeah. i think uh, as a storyteller as as a master of like 
flow, cadence, and like the wordplay. It's like swear, it's like yeah. studied the art. Like if you like honestly, like who the fuck are artists? Like what is talent? Like is it something that you gotta have? Is it something you're born with? Yeah. That match kind of showed me you can learn and study talent and kind of like build. And when you see his like growth from where he was, like dude, it's something else. And like his music just hits different. Uh, but I know it's not for everyone. It's not like when you go yeah. to the club. It's not one of those. It's, it's something that. It's not a club bag. What do you listen to? I mean, I like Jake Paul, and recently I've been getting into a lot of uh, Queen. Check out the song called "The Black Parade." It is absolutely madness, and also Twenty One Pilots. So yeah, those are just a couple of artists. But you know, I don't listen to everything on the radio. It's just a few selected artists, right. and literally everything that they put out, Bro, I consume. Watch out for Lil Dicky. His name oh, is yeah, yeah, Lil Dicky, the Save That Money guy. Oh, yeah, and I think it's coming to the end of the podcast. But I just want to put in the final few questions. Um, all right, what is one thing that you've learned the hard way, like madness? Uh, trust is a no-sum game, uh-huh. so you can. It's like it's like flipping a coin, mm-hmm. so you can. either go in it with the negativity or positivity so you got to make your pick wisely yeah that's nice cool man i think i think we've had a good conversation thank you for joining me and uh, for all the ones listening i hope you guys got something out of it please don't take anything personal and don't give a fuck what i'm going to get offended get offended no i'm sorry okay mom <laughs> yeah 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 take it easy 